Hello and welcome to the Divine Radiance Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Maria, solar feminine priestess and personal coach at the Temple of Divine Radiance. I believe that every woman's body is designed to manifest the glory of God and that we activate this power by coming into deep union with God the Source and with the feminine and masculine aspects of ourselves. Together we'll explore how this inner union can restore and renew the areas of our outer lives that are often challenging, such as men, money, mission, marketing, and our creative muse. And now, today's episode. Hello and welcome back to this edition of the Divine Radiance Podcast. Today's topic is embracing fashion, makeup, and beauty as a spiritual practice. Well, I don't know about you, but if you are like me and you grew up in a very conservative religious background, a sentence like that just would not make sense. Um, Fashion, makeup, and beauty in general uh, were not considered, in, you know, in, in, the, in the world I grew up in, they were not considered part of spirituality at all. In fact, they were looked on as really the exact opposite, as suspect, you know, and suspicious, like handle with care on the more mild end and with complete uh, rejection, you know, as something worldly, negative, and damaging at the other end of the spectrum. Now, I've always been a creative person, and I know many of the women who listen to this show are also very creative, and so a part of me has always enjoyed fashion, makeup, and beauty um, as a woman, you know, and I never personally saw it as a, a problem. I'll tell you a funny story about that uh, from when I was growing up in a bit here, but it wasn't until recently that I began to see it as a, a spiritual practice, like something that helped me to become closer to God, to experience God more in my body and in my everyday life. Um, Something that helped that relationship to become more tangible. And as a coach over the last couple of years, as I've worked with women from many different backgrounds, I've found that, you know, I've worked with a lot of women who just say, you know, I've been so busy serving my family, working my job, building my career, whatever it might be, that I haven't really had time to discover my own sense of style and to take time to care for myself, to feel beautiful when I leave the house every day. And, you know, I even had one client who told me one time, she said, you know, before I started working with you, she said, I never bothered to like, you know, lotion myself after a shower or just even to do these small things that that not only care for the body, but that, that make us feel good and feel beautiful. She said, I never took time for it because I was just so busy and stressed out all the time, and I I didn't really see a purpose for it. Now I understand, you know, she told me, she said, now I understand how healing this is and how much it's helped me connect with my femininity, and, you know, she was moving on from there to start looking at, like, what was her fashion sense and style and uh, her, uh, you know, how she wanted to wear her hair and makeup, but so for some women that I've worked with, this is like, you know, a revolutionary concept of just even taking time to care for this and seeing it as having a spiritual connection. For others, you know, they may already have that sense, but it's about taking it to the next level. And this is actually a massive topic. It's not one that we can cover all in today, but I've never talked about it on the podcast. So I thought today we would dive into a little bit of this, look at the spiritual practice side of things, and then 
over future episodes at various points in this year uh, and then hopefully in future years as well, we will dive into this deeper, maybe even bring some some guests on the podcast who can help us to explore our own unique take on fashion, beauty, and makeup because it is different for every woman. And that's what I want to start out by saying is that I do believe that each of us is created as a very, very unique individual. And so what you love in fashion, makeup, and beauty will be different from the next individual and and from the next woman. And uh, this was really huge for me in the last two years or so that I've really been exploring my own expression of fashion, makeup, and beauty um, as a spiritual practice is to really discover that, you know, a lot of what I saw as style when I was growing up didn't really appeal to me. Or even as an adult, a lot of the current styles didn't really appeal to me. It was actually when I moved here to the Middle East that I started to find the styles that really inspire me. Um, fashion is very different here. You know, you will see a lot of Western fashion here. I mean, it's super common, but you will also see a lot of women here still choose to wear the abaya, the traditional robe, uh, and a shayla, which is a scarf that's wrapped around the head, sometimes called a hijab in the West, but not all shaylas are hijabs. You know, it's a scarves here. (laughs) That's a whole other topic we'll get into another day. But women love to wear these. They do feel beautiful. It's not seen as an oppressive symbol by many women the way that it is in the West. And that's, again, another long conversation. But suffice to say that women here in the Middle East absolutely love to uh, indulge in beauty and watching women here really embrace these super feminine styles um, you know these robes and long dresses with cute pants and um, you know more flowing and free comfortable styles especially because it's hot here that's where I started to get really excited and I started to see things where I was like, oh, I want to wear that. That feels more like me. And actually when I started um, covering my head, I really felt like I found myself. Like when I looked in the mirror and I saw myself with my scarf on, and it might not be this way for every woman, but for me, I saw, I, I felt like I was seeing my real self for the first time and the way that I was, you know, my beauty was coming out actually for the first time. So I really adopted and embraced more of those styles. And and it's been kind of amazing to see that. But that's individual to me, you know. And, and I think a lot of times we, we just, uh, we feel maybe disconnected. Like, oh, yeah, I get dressed in the morning, but I don't really feel any sense of individuality in what I wear. I think a lot of times it's because we haven't explored the full range of what's out there. And we might not have found the style that really feels like our soul expression. So individuality is key, and it can take time and intention to discover what is uniquely yours in fashion, makeup, and beauty. But when you do, that's when getting dressed in the morning starts to become a spiritual practice because you are a unique body vessel. You are a, uh, a temple, a house, a vessel, however you want to see your human body, of divine radiance. You are the glory of God. As a woman, you are the glory of God manifest in a physical form. And um, that radiance wants to be amplified as you, and, and expressed in a unique way as you walk through the world. And literally when I get dressed in the morning, that's what I think about. And it has made such a huge difference for me saying, I'm adorning my temple. I'm adorning my vessel. The glory of God is meant to be seen through me and it's been really funny because as I've 
I, I did a color exercise this last year and got clear on my unique color palette that works with my skin tone. I started using some vitamin products, uh, vitamin C, vitamin A, polyglutamic acid, hyaluronic acid. Some of these, um, <clears throat> like these, they're, they're not strictly natural products, but you know, vitamin-based products for my skin, which has helped my skin tremendously. I was using all natural methods before and it was okay for a few years, but as I've gotten older, like I've needed some targeted support, let's say. So I did research on all of that. I started, you know, really working with, with skincare and, um, you know, I, I, I like to say I leveled up on my scarf game. I really invested in some beautiful um, quality scarves this year for my headwear and, and people have just said to me, oh my goodness, you're so radiant. And I kind of giggle because yes, I've done a lot of inner work this year. And so I'm sure there has been more, more old stuff that has fallen away, but it's also the external changes that have helped to amplify the radiance that was already there. When I walk out the door and I'm wearing a color that brightens my face and makes my skin glow because it's the right color for me, when my skin looks good because it's properly moisturized, especially here in the desert, that's super important. You know, or when I've put on a scarf that looks lovely on me or in the case of another woman, you know, when she's done her hair in a style that really flatters her, people... I don't know, like there's that sense where you just, you look at this individual and you're like, oh, there's something so beautiful. There's an aura, there's something soft. There's nothing there that is hiding or muting her divine radiance. It's, it's fully seen. And I think a lot of times, you know, that's what happens when we get busy in life. And I've been there so many seasons where I've been busy, maybe uh, financially, it's not such a great season of life. I'm not feeling great about myself. I feel disconnected from my divine radiance and that's when fashion, beauty, and makeup starts to slide because I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel connected to that divine radiance. I don't feel like the glory of God is manifest in me because of the maybe heavy emotions that I'm feeling about the financial situation or about my relationship or whatever it is that's weighing me down. And so then I'm not as attuned to how am I expressing my divine radiance in my external. I don't, I don't have the energy to think about that. And that can happen a lot in those seasons of life. So if you find yourself in a season like that right now where you're saying, yeah, um, I've been wearing the same things for like a really long time and, and it's not like they're, they're pieces of clothing that I love, you know, they're just, they're things that I don't really love, but it's what I have and I've had it for a really long time and I rush out the door in the morning and I haven't cared for my skin in a long time and I don't really love my hair but I don't know what to do with it and uh and, and you know maybe you come from a background where people have really said things to you like well um you know fashion isn't holy and you shouldn't focus on your external appearance and um God looks on your heart and so it doesn't matter you know what you look like you shouldn't you shouldn't try to attract you know a man with your beauty or something like that it can be really uh, you know, it can really keep you in this place where you're not able to focus on those things. You're not able to experience the joy of approaching fashion, makeup, and beauty as a spiritual practice. So I always like to say, if you're kind of in a moment where you're saying either, you know what, I'm already doing that to a certain extent. It's been very healing for me. It's lovely. And I'm excited, but I want to take my 
expression of my radiance, my physical expression of my radiance to the next level. Or if you're saying I'm in that place where, yeah, I'm totally disconnected from this because I'm just trying to stay ahead of my day and I don't have any time to myself and um, any time to really do anything that makes me feel beautiful uh, in my day, regardless of which end of that spectrum you're on. I think the biggest thing I would encourage you to do is to, to pray to go into your chamber, whatever that looks like, whether that's a quiet place in your house or a garden or a park near your house or wherever you like to go to be alone. And whether you pray uh, words out loud as if to God outside of you or whether you are sitting there and really um, asking the spirit of God within to speak to you, either way, really just ask for clarity and wisdom on what is wanting to come out of you? How is your divine radiance wanting to be expressed spiritually through your fashion, makeup, and beauty? And I bet you'll get all kinds of really beautiful insight. It might not come instantaneously, but maybe an hour later or a day later or, I don't know, a few weeks later, although for me it usually happens faster than that, uh, you know, you'll get the insight or something will come, something will catch your eye or you'll see a style and you'll, you'll feel something inside of you light up and you'll go, oh my goodness, I think that might be my style. I think that's, you know, I feel it, I feel drawn to that. Or maybe someone will compliment you on a color that you're wearing and you'll recognize, hey, this is a really good color. Maybe this, I need more of this color in my wardrobe. You know, that sort of a thing. You will get the guidance that you need. And if you ask God for that guidance, it will be given. And the intention of your heart to manifest more of who you really are, of your power, your purpose, your passion, your pleasure, uh, to, to show more of who you were created to be, that is a holy desire. That is a holy intention. I do believe that 100%. And as women, you know, there's a part of us, our feminine nature, that just wants to express beauty. It's not always through fashion, makeup, and, and, and you know, physical beauty but it that's what we're talking about today but it can also be in your home it can be through art that you create it can be through how you organize your workspace at work you know there's a there's I think I think one of the hallmarks of the feminine is the urge to beautify something that you know my fiance often talks to me about or that we've talked about at various points in our relationship is the things I do to our home to make it beautiful or cozy or nice or easier to uh to live in and We've both talked about ways we want to beautify the next space that we're moving into. And, you know, that comes from that urge to just to to express divine order and, and loveliness. And that comes from the heart of God. So, you know, asking for guidance on how to connect more with your divine radiance through your and to express it more really through your fashion makeup and beauty ask for guidance you'll always be given guidance um and just then tune your heart and your eyeballs and your ears to pay attention if you feel moved to do a little research online or to do a color analysis to kind of see what your best colors are if you don't know uh, or if you feel moved to call someone that you know who has expertise in one of these areas who might be willing to give you some tips or advice or even help you shop or something like that, by all means, do it. But the very fact that you have connected this area of your life to your relationship with God is what will make the shift. 
where it doesn't just become anymore, oh, I want to look good on the exterior because I want people to like me. It becomes, I want to express more of what is in me through my external loveliness. That is what shifts beauty from something that could be superficial or that could even be part of our wounding, right? The, well, I need to look beautiful because I don't feel good about myself. We, you know, we want to move out of that space. And one of the best ways to start to shift that energy out of our lives so that we can bring more of this divine fashion, divine beauty um, sense into our lives is just to pray, to ask for that guidance, to set that intention. And that will help to, sh to break off or start to break off any any a part of that energy of not enough or not beautiful enough that might be there. And it might be a good time actually to talk about that for a second. I think for many of us in the past, whether in childhood, young adulthood, um, or, or even as adults, beauty has been something <clears throat> that we tried to use to cover up what we perceive to be our deficits. So a lot of times women will say to me at this point, well, yeah, I do want to view fashion, makeup, and beauty as a spiritual practice. I want the you know inner guidance on what my individual style is. But this has always been an area that I've had trouble with because I'm always trying to make up for something I think I'm not. And, then, and that's a good self-examination. When you set your intention, when you say to God, I want to express my divine radiance more through fashion, makeup, and beauty to enjoy this, to enjoy the expression of beauty and to manifest my full divine glory. When you set that intention, ask, show me where in my life I'm using these tools right now to cover up a deficit. Help me to let go of the need to do that. I know in the past there have been styles I've worn or um, ways I've done my hair, my makeup, things I've obsessed over, to be honest, that I did so because I thought if I don't do this, I won't be beautiful. And if I'm not beautiful, I'm not going to attract a man or people won't like me. I won't get opportunities. I won't be accepted. You know, there was a season I went through after my divorce where I probably shopped way more than I should have. And I didn't do it because I was trying to put together, you know, a wardrobe that reflected my divine radiance. I was doing it because I wanted to look really beautiful because I felt so terrible that someone had rejected me. And I thought, well, I'm going to look so beautiful that no man would ever reject me again. Well, as you can imagine, it happened multiple times again after that because I was in that energy. You know, and I had to give compassion to that version of myself. And she was trying to express her creativity in ways that maybe she hadn't been allowed to in her marriage. That part of me was also coming out, and that wasn't necessarily bad. But there was an undercurrent there of, I'm not good enough, so I'm going to try to cover it up with these products or these experiences. And by the way, I think in all fairness to um, our conservative upbringings, many of us, our parents, spiritual leaders, and other people in our lives, they were trying to help us avoid that trap. But their answer to it in many cases was to put a giant stop sign or a giant warning label on all fashion, makeup, and beauty and say, well, why don't you just stay away from this so that it doesn't become, uh, it doesn't become a way for you to shame yourself uh, or, you know, it doesn't cause you to end up in a situation, you know, um, where you get hurt. But in, in, in trying to remove it all or trying to, uh, to get us to, to maybe to distance ourselves from it, 
a lot of times we end up making those mistakes and we end up kind of rushing toward it or gravitating toward it as an, a compensating tool later because we didn't learn early how to have a healthy relationship with it. So if you're in that space and you're like, yeah, you know, this has been a real issue for me. Like I can never have enough makeup because I never like how I look or, you know, I feel like I'm spending all my money at the, at the, at the salon or on hair products because I just always think I have terrible hair or, um, you know, I buy styles that maybe I don't even like. My closet is full of clothes I don't even like, but I'm wearing them because it's what's in style and I want to be accepted. This is what you can also ask God for guidance on, to, to go within and say, living God, show me where my choices are not, you know, leading me to life in this area because we'll want to not only remove that in a sense or let go of that. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Let go of those places but then replace that old, dead, heavy energy with the energy of, I'm going to amplify my divine radiance. I am here to fully express my beauty, for it to be magnified in whatever way I desire to do that. And, you know, uh, I want to do that in a way that is rooted in my enoughness, in my completeness, in my wholeness, in God. Um, another thing I want to say at this point also that comes up a lot of times when I'm talking about this issue with women is the sense of feminine beauty. A lot of us have maybe um, shied away from expressing our femininity in our style because we didn't feel safe to do so. Case in point, when I was younger, I used to be in the steampunk community, which is one of the most insanely creative communities out there. So massive shout out to anyone who's involved in steampunk. I don't even know what's going on in the community anymore because I live abroad and there's not many steampunks here and I just, you know, lost connection, although I, I, I would like to reconnect. But during the years when I was into steampunk, I would wear a lot of steampunk elements in my fashion, in, in my everyday life. Yes, I, I created elaborate uh, costumes. I sewed my own costumes for conventions. I designed and built, you know, characters that I wanted to ha inhabit and be and perform as. And, you know, steampunk's an interesting fandom because it doesn't really have a literature in quite the same way. You know, when, when, when people create steampunk characters, oftentimes they're creating original characters, whereas, you know, a lot of times in the, in the, the comic and convention scene, people are wanting to reproduce characters from a book or a comic book or something like that. So there's a lot of original creativity that went into it. And I wanted to bring that into my everyday style. And it's funny because I look back on myself in that time and I would wear like super feminine costumes to conventions. But in my everyday style, that wasn't the case. I wore newsboy caps. I wore like work boots. I wore... You know, I was married at the time. I would actually wear my husband's jeans a lot. We, we could wear the same size jeans, which is crazy now that I look back on it. He was about my same height. Um, and so I would wear his jeans, even out. And I was never like, I, I never tried to be overly masculine because I don't think I could have been. Oh, I had a real short haircut, which was cute, but kind of when you paired it with, you know, the newsboy cap and the man jeans and the work boots, you can kind of guess where that's going, right? And I remember when I would go to work and I would go out in my daily life, I, you know, I didn't, at that time I was very disconnected from my innate femininity. Like I, I didn't think that I wasn't a woman or anything like that. I just didn't feel feminine. I'd never felt beautiful. And like this was my way of being quirky and fun and cute. 
because I couldn't feel pretty in my mind. I didn't have that sense of lusciousness or softness. When I met a woman who was like all soft and she had beautiful nails and beautiful hair and you know she wore really beautiful dresses and heels, I would feel uncomfortable in her presence because it's like she had something I didn't and I felt like, you know, there was a part of me probably somewhere that was that, but I didn't know how to access it. And so I literally tried to cover it up by finding the cutest, most quirky kind of writerly way of expressing like being a little boy but in a woman's body and part of it was me also expressing the fact that I was very still very childlike in that point in my life like even though I was in my late 20s almost my early 30s I I still hadn't fully grown up um due to traumas I, I experienced as a child and my divorce at 33 was kind of what kicked that you know, it kind of kicked my ascension in my adulthood, in a sense, into high gear. But that's another conversation for another day. But my, my fashion sense was an expression of my disconnection from my feminine and the fact that I didn't fully feel safe expressing the feminine that was in me. Didn't mean that it was anything wrong with it per se, but I knew, I knew that I was doing it to compensate for something I didn't think I had. So... It's interesting now, as I've recently gone through kind of another evolution and kind of evolving sort of up-leveling in my Divine Radiance fashion expression, that now, you know, my wardrobe is all soft. <laughs> I have abayas and robes and dresses and, and, and lacy tops and things with flowers all over them because that, that has become a joy of mine. And trying to mix and match colors that feel very Middle, Middle Eastern or Turkish or South Indian um, because, you know, my, my fiancé's family is from South India, so I try to find a little bit of expression here and there that reflects that heritage and, you know, bright colors and patterns are really loved in, in uh, that culture as well. And I look at my wardrobe and I kind of giggle because it's the opposite of my, I like to call it my steampunk tomboy wardrobe from my 20s. And I... Um, I used to get my nails done in the salon, but you know, it's just so expensive here in Dubai. And I got a great tip from my boss here uh, about these glue-on nails that actually look like salon nails. Like they're really, really good. They stay on really well. These things have revolutionized my life. Not kidding you. And I, I, I was chuckling this morning when I was putting my, I, I put on another set for this week and I would have never worn these when I was in my 20s. Like, I mean, what even happened to me? I've got pink and purple mix in a sparkly party finger like what is even happening you know I wear gold heels and carry a gold purse and um you know I like to wear my scarves as my crown and I like to wear makeup when I go out and my point is that my expression my like I fully connected to my femininity at this point in my life and I no longer feel like I'm divorced from that part of myself I no longer feel like it's something I don't have within so it's shown up in my expression of my fashion makeup and beauty and I feel more divinely radiant now than I ever have in my life because I'm not just connected to my inner masculine I'm connected to my inner feminine and really back in my 20s I wasn't connected to the divine masculine or feminine in myself at all I was only connected to the lower masculine and I was trying to like take care of and manage my lower feminine so you may find that as you do the work of reconnecting and healing, 
your inner feminine and feeling safe to be in your feminine expression and supported to be in your feminine expression, that your, your sense of style may actually change. If you've never really identified with girly fashion, you might find, I mean, I can't tell you what's going to happen for sure, but you might find that you suddenly begin to love all the aspects of women's fashion or, or feminine traditional feminine expression, let's call it, that you didn't before, or that you feel moved to take a courageous action with your hair. You know, I shaved my head once upon a time, and actually that was a really liberating experience. Um, and uh, when I started to wear more dresses and big earrings and things, like my shave actually looked really amazing with that style. It was a season of my life. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, you might be moved to take a really dramatic action or to color your hair in a unique way. Now, I have no idea what's going to come out of that exploration. But the beautiful thing is now when I get dressed in the morning and I see my outfit taking shape and I put my makeup on, you know, and I, I style my scarf for the day and I get my bag together and I get ready to head out the door to my first meeting or my first task, I have a sense that... I'm ready to, to be to take my temple out into the world. I'm ready to take my vessel out and to to feel my best and to look my best, not because the innate way I look when I wake up in the morning is any less holy, but because I just, you know, I want to take order and, and harmony out into the world and I'm ready to do that. And when I feel beautiful, I'm more confident about my God-given gifts in my work, in my writing, in my personal branding and consulting, in my coaching, um, in my online content, you know, all of these areas, I feel more confident about showing up in pictures. You know, one of the things I always tell entrepreneurs and like women who have businesses online is people want to connect with you personally. And so pictures are really important, but a lot of entrepreneurs I've worked with, especially women, you know, they've said things to me like, well, I don't want to show up in my pictures because I don't like my clothes. Or I don't like my hair. I don't think I'm beautiful. You know, who's going to want to see me? It's like, well, your aura, your energy, your magnetism, your divine radiance is going to come through. And that is part of what will help to draw people along with your words. So, like, I feel more confident taking those pictures and doing videos and posting them online because I feel like how I'm expressing myself externally is a reflection of the radiance that I now know that I hold within, that I'm manifesting my full glory in the world. And just by showing up in the world this way, I'm fulfilling my role in a sense, or I'm embodying my purpose as a woman. Just by showing up with my heart open, my mind at peace, my soul at rest and my body gently cared for and adorned in a way that makes me feel good about it. That's part of my purpose. And it's something that my fiance enjoys. In fact, this morning we what left, I had a client meeting. He drove me there. And then we went to a Turkish brunch. A little fun treat we like to indulge in every once in a while. And when we left, I was wearing a purple abaya, so a purple robe and... Uh, matching scarf and I had like jeans and a blouse on underneath and gold my gold heels because there was a client meeting first and I wanted to look good and he was like you look like a queen today and you know what I felt like one I did 
And that's how I want to feel when I walk out the door every morning because that is who I am. And when I embody who I am and who I desire to be, life actually reflects that back to me. So that's the the other thing I wanted to say about really taking your fashion, makeup, and beauty uh, to the next level, whatever that looks like for you personally in your situation. Uh, you know, doing that as a spiritual practice actually has an impact in your physical reality. It's really interesting to me that I did, I, I felt really prompted and moved to do this up-leveling and exploration of like my personal style and, and makeup and, and, and everything uh, of that nature. And, you know, it was a bit of a, an investment, let's say. And I didn't really have any real reason why I, in theory needed to do it, but I just, I just felt compelled like that God was telling me I needed to do this. And so I did. And it was not long after that that I got the wonderful uh, job opportunity that I'm part of now in my consulting work. And, and, and it requires me, you know, to show up really in my full embodiment every single day. And so I thought it was interesting that me taking that step to more fully manifest my divine radiance had the direct effect of, I believe, helping to bring in and prepare me for what was waiting for me right around the corner. So as you embody your inner queen, embody the, you know, the lover who wants to be beautiful for her beloved and, the, and, and, and you embody the, the beautifully decorated temple of divine radiance, that actually has an impact in your physical reality and what can show up for you. Because when you're embodying that, that's how you feel about yourself. That's how you treat yourself. That's how you show up. That's how other people will treat you and, and show up in your world uh, as well. Now, something usually comes up at this point where women tend to ask me a question like, well, I'd really like to, to start to explore my personal style or take it to the next level or really figure out what divine radiance looks like in my wardrobe or in my makeup kit or in my, you know, at the hairdressers. But I don't have a big budget. And my response to that is, that's okay. You know, there have been times when I have done, kind of gone to the next level in my wardrobe, I didn't have a big budget. You know, clothing can be very expensive where I live. I live here in Dubai. A lot of things are expensive here. But if you shop in the traditional places, like the mall, for example, it can be very expensive. Um, hair, any kind of hair service is pricey here. Nail service, you know, all these things that you might just look at how to do it the traditional way and say well, yeah, this isn't going to happen for me. But there's always creative ways. In the, in the West, there are a lot of uh, thrift stores or secondhand stores where you can get beautiful items that are new. A lot of times it's overstock and it's never even been worn. Not every item is used a lot of times in those stores. Um, and in places like where I live here in Dubai, you know, there are places where you can shop major brands for less or I've started to really enjoy shopping in traditional markets here. Some of you may have those in the country that you live in. Um, and I've also found apps that I like that sell clothes that really speak to my style. And then I just look to watch when they're having sales. So there's a, if you're into modest fashion, there's a company called Modenisa out of Turkey. They have an amazing website and uh, it's all beautiful modest fashion in all kinds of different styles. Um, everything is really affordable. But then they also have tons of sales. So that's something to watch for. Also, 
there's if you're in the United States or really really well it can, they can ship everywhere but um, there's an app called Veiled Collection V-E-I-L-E-D and so they they especially cater to women who uh, you know want to dress modestly you know some of their styles appeal to women from a Muslim background or Jewish background for example maybe really conservative Christian but if you like pretty flowing dresses robes soft loose flowing pantsuits that sort of a thing you know you don't you don't have to be from one of those communities to buy from this app and the the quality level is really really high everything i've ever bought from them is fantastic and um you know they they run sales as well so there's there are places like that if where if you're careful if you watch if you kind of plan it around a major holiday when you know there's going to be sales there are ways to do it. You know, there's a lot of things you can do with your hair at home. <clears throat> if you have a friend who's a hairdresser, can you trade services? Help her with something and then she gives you kind of a hair makeover. Again, same thing with makeup. You don't always have to buy a fancy brand to get a really good quality item. If you do a research online, there's plenty of beauty, beauty editors and influencers who've done research for you on lower cost products that have the same effect as a higher cost one. You know, I was using a lash primer uh, for my eyelashes before I put on mascara. It really helps me because I have oily skin and mascara tends to bleed. I was buying a really expensive uh, department store product and I, I finally, you know, the last time I ran out, I was like, this is just so expensive. Let me see if there's something cheaper that's not, that's a good alternative, you know, not a, not, a, not a crappy one, you know, a good one. And I found one, you know, it came highly recommended where beauty editors had said, we tried this and it's, in, it's amazing. It's as good as the, the, the department store variety. And I bought it and sure enough, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like one tenth of what I was paying before. Wonderful product. So again, it takes time. It takes a willingness to experiment and be patient, <clears throat> strategize. I do recommend that if you do not know your colors, that you, uh, you know, kind of get clear on what your color family is and plan the colors you want to have in your wardrobe. That helped me tremendously to use my budget wisely and is how I continue to, to do this sort of thing. But there are ways to do it, and it all goes back to the intention again. As I said at the beginning, and this kind of brings us around here as we wrap up, if you go to God and say, my intention is to fully express my divine radiance in how I show up in the world and to use my dressing time every day as a form of prayer and a form of like preparing my temple to go out into the world. You might be surprised at what opens up for you and what opportunities there are or tools and resources that are brought into your space and given to you to begin to connect with this part of your femininity and allow yourself to fully revel in the joy of beautifying, of amplifying and adorning and fully, you know, expressing and showing what is within you in your external. Because this is where I think really traditional conservative teachings about, you know, uh, women not being beautiful or concealing their beauty at all times or deliberately looking less beautiful than they are in order to keep men from sinning or these these types of attitudes I think ultimately at the end of the day what all that serves to do is to divorce further divorce your connection between your body and divine consciousness 
and at the end of the day we want to continue to heal that connection we want to bring our experience of God back into our bodies and especially if you've had a very intellectual relationship with God or um, you know it's been more more in your head you know this is a wonderful way to bring your spiritual practice into the physical into your everyday because you have to get dressed every day well I mean I guess if you're just hanging out at home in your pajamas you don't have to but if you're going out you're gonna get dressed in some fashion and that's an opportunity that's a moment where you can connect with God more fully where you can connect with divine consciousness where you can <clears throat> remind yourself to transition from fully human to human vessel holding divine presence and to host that divine presence well and to take it out into the world and really fully show up and be everything you were created to be and it's amazing how people receive you differently when you start to look at this practice even just as you you shift the energy around fashion beauty and makeup in your body and how you approach it you will start to see an impact in how people receive you because how you exude your divine radiance is the first thing that they they see that they experience and you know they uh, they will be able to tell they might not be able to put their finger on it like I said I told you earlier people have told me recently oh you, you know you're so radiant or you're even more radiant than before and some of it, as I said, is that, but some of it's also these external changes that have helped to amplify the radiance that was already there. So fashion, makeup, and beauty, it's an amazing spiritual practice. There's a million topics around this. Everything from finding your unique style to the skincare, as I mentioned, to hair care, to you know body confidence, all of these things. And we definitely will kind of get more into that as time goes by. But I want to open this up and encourage you to, you know, whatever you do, when you look at your closet, the next time you look at your closet or you look in your makeup bag or the next time you have to get ready to go anywhere, say, how can I more deeply connect with God through this practice? And how can I more fully manifest my divine radiance and how I express myself physically and show up today in the world? And you might be surprised what happens. It's magical and beautiful and it is always a good day to be a woman and always a beautiful opportunity to safely and fully and unapologetically express our feminine gifts and our feminine um, essence that we've been given. And the more we also heal our inner masculine, the more we connect with God, the more our feminine will feel safe to fully blossom and be expressed in our lives. So there's going to be a few ways you can contact me. You'll hear about those on the outro. I would love to hear from you. And also, as I mentioned last week, I'm still taking a few women for Holy Woman, which is my new one-on-one -on -one coaching program. We look at wholeness and reconnecting all the aspects of your consciousness um, re, you know, really reconnecting you to the divine consciousness within, to feminine and masculine consciousness, um, and doing deep work in the body as well that helps to heal the disconnections that, that you've been experiencing in those areas, which allows you to then show up as a vessel, a container who is able to hold more power, 
pleasure, purpose, and also provision. So you're able to um, receive more love in your life. You're able to receive more money and more creativity and then actually channel and use that creativity to build and create the things that you feel called to build and create in your life. So if you're interested in that mentorship, you can reach out to me at hello at templeofdivineradiance.com or visit templeofdivineradiance.com and click on work with me for all the details. And if you want to get in touch with me otherwise, stick around and I'll share more about that with you in the outro. Thank you all so much for joining me today. What a pleasure. I will see you for the next edition of Divine Radiance Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the Divine Radiance Podcast. If you'd like to check out the show notes for today's episode, read more, listen to the podcast again, share it, or get in touch with me personally, you can visit templeofdivineradiance.com. That's my online home. You can also find me on Instagram at Temple of Divine Radiance or search Temple of Divine Radiance on YouTube as well. Blessings, and I'll see you for the next episode.